there's chemistry here. Oh, <laughs> oh hey. I could be butt naked in front of like 500 people and I would be completely fine. I do wear really sexy lingerie all the time. Mm. There's always like ASMR and masturbation and nudity included though. I have a reputation of being very explorative, very free and very slutty. I love being yeah. slutty. One of my taglines is the sexquisite powerhouse. Mm -hmm. My tongue is a finger. I can do things with my tongue that I can do with my fingers. From the Naked News Studios in Toronto, Canada, you're listening to Talk Naked. And it said, never show up to a Zoom meeting from your bedroom, and here I am. Well, this isn't a regular Zoom meeting, right? We're naked for this one. The art of erotic writing is something I drool all over. I'm a huge fan of witty articulation that activates all of my senses. Okay, so I'm a bit of a snob when it comes to the smutty stuff, but it's only ever led me to wonderful people and wonderful headspaces. Women have a unique knack for writing sensational erotica. I was so delighted to have a chat with author and all-around sex-positive superwoman Lexi Silver to learn all about her approach to arousing readers of her work. She not only dazzled me in conversation, she was actually kind enough to seduce me further and send me a copy of her book. It's accompanied some of the naughty things on my nightstand ever since. As you're listening to this one, folks, just know that I had this chat naked. Welcome to another virtual schmooze, everyone. I'm Laura Desiree, and today my guest could not be more tailor-made for my worshiping. Erotic author Lexi Silver, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me, Laura. Oh, goodness. Now, Lexi, I know there's so much more. You're very multifaceted. Your career is very impressive. Could you give us a little introduction of exactly what you're all about? Oh, God. Uh <laughs> How much time do we have? Um, I, <laughs> I'm first and foremost an erotica author. I love writing dirty stories and sharing mm -hmm. them with people. So that's, I guess, what I'm most known for, known for at this time. And uh, I'm also very much an advocate for ethical non-monogamy, so open relationships. So I talk about that. I podcast about that. I coach about that. Um, and yeah, so that's kind of uh, the what I'm up to right now. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, I'm also the media director for SDC which is the world's largest open-minded dating platform. So that's always fun. And I've, I've been doing this for a very long time, been writing since I was in my late teens. I'm not going to date myself, but that was a while ago. Uh, and it's been really fun, a really fun experience ever since. It's incredible, actually. When I was uh, on your website, one of the first descriptive words that came forth was sexual escapator. So that's two words. I want to make sure I get this correct. Where and when did this sexual awakening begin for you? I'm going to call it a liberation because you're obviously just beaming with all this confidence, pride, and excitement about it. Where did that journey start? Oh, wow. Um, I think I, I like to say that when I was, you know, in my very early teens was the first time I ever read an erotic book that was so kinky that I started to, you know, think that, wow, there's so much more that the world has to offer. I want to start to explore these kinds of things. Yeah. So really early teens, um, I was very much a big reader, voracious mm -hmm. reader. Remember those old letters to penthouse? 
Oh, Do you God. remember those? Okay, yeah. so that was a while ago. That definitely stimulated a lot of interest um, for me. And so I started taking out my, I guess, desires and my, mm. you know, wanting to explore on all of my very willing uh, victims and participants. Uh, so yeah, from so my teens, for sure my teens. Do you remember what that first, I'm sure you remember it. What was that first book? My, my first exposure to erotica was Claiming of Sleeping Beauty, Anne Rice. Oh my God. That's my one of my favorite stories of all time. Incredible. Um, I love mm -hmm. it. I absolutely love it. Um, what was that first one? It was Story of O. Oh, classic. Yeah, a classic, uh, very kinky, very intense for someone to read before they've even had their first actual sexual experience. Uh, so yeah, that definitely awoke me in a lot of ways. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Okay, you're sitting in front of, uh, I believe, a beautiful visual of your book, Mating Season. Can you tell us about this incredible project? Yeah, for sure. I So with this sexual awakening that I had in my teens, I wrote all about my fantasies and then as I was exploring my experiences uh, mm. so this is what happened um, basically <laughs> this is the book I started writing it I think over time I, I released it this year but it's a collection of stories I've written since you know I was 16 so just a mm. selection of a couple of things so mm. uh-huh 10 stories uh, very different very kinky and um, They've evolved over the years. When I was in my teens, you know, 16, 17, I'd had very few sexual experiences, but I had a very vivid imagination. And then, yeah. you know, the practical aspect kind of caught up with the fantasies over the years. So Wow. So just nonstop adventuring, though. Is that you on the front cover? I have to ask. It is me. It is me. Yeah, that's my ass on my own book. That's right. No shame. Uh, no. You really are the person that should be depicted on the front. I love how personal it is as well. It is. Incredible. So what do you think, because you're the expert here, what do you think makes a satisfying erotica today? Ooh, um, I have to say it's the buildup. You oh. know, uh, who cares about the sex if it's between two people who don't have any chemistry? Mm -hmm. So it's really about how you get into the sex, right? That to me is one of the most intriguing parts of erotica mm. is not just being able to have like really great graphic sex scenes, which my stories do, but the, you know, how the characters are developing this attraction to each other, mm. you know, all of this, you know, extra uh, stimulation that they're trying to get out afterwards. So right. really that buildup is, is my favorite part. I love that tension in life. I seek it out all the time. I don't know why every interaction can't be right out of an erotica. You know, that's just my, my personal goal. Um, can, I, can I ask just for the fun of it, uh, what are your favorite terms for private parts? Ooh, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, anyone who's read my book, pussy for sure. And cock are my favorite, um, yeah. definitely, by far, you know? Well done. Well done. Good choices on those. I love those ones as well. I'm with you on that. So do you think the, the entire idea of erotica, do you think it's as powerful today with all of this free porn and, and you know, sexual liberation happening? Is erotica still as effective? Yeah, definitely. And more and more people are seeking out alternatives to the, the very, you know, stereotypical kind of porn that we've been so used to seeing over the years. Mm -hmm. So, you know, feminist porn is becoming more and more important. Real people having, you know, sex, um, that kind of porn is becoming more prevalent. But erotica, it's very different. It's not visual, but you can use your imagination. And I think the market is definitely growing for it. There is a demand, yeah. 
they keep asking for more. So yeah. I know there's demand. <laughs> yeah. So, so exploring erotica, how does that enhance someone's sexual growth and their, their, their relationship with sexuality? I think it gives people an opportunity to be able to navigate their fantasies and their desires in a way that's safe because it's on the page, it's in a book, it's in their imagination. They can see, you know, is this something that I might want to do in real life? You don't mm -hmm. actually have to do it in real life. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it just expands the realm of possibilities, the erotic possibilities that we could all potentially have because, you know, you're like, wow, I never thought I could do that before. Or, ooh, that's a really sexy idea idea and reading it if you have a, a lover reading it to your lover is foreplay oh my god that's such <sighs> a hot way to get started it's true and so many people don't know about that one because i don't want to call it a lost art but we've gotten so conditioned to just typing in what we want on a search function and getting it immediately but erotica people bring it into your lives okay lexi I have to ask, what is your reputation in the bedroom? Ooh, oh God. Uh, so I have this, I have a big oral fixation. Anyone who knows me knows that. I love giving oral sex. I love it. Uh, I have definitely a reputation uh, for my blowjob skills. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and uh, I love group sex. So, you know, under normal circumstances without coronavirus, we're talking yeah. about orgies and finding me in, a, in the back of a sex club doing all kinds of unspeakable or, you know, writable things, things yeah. that I've written about. Um, so I have a reputation of being very explorative, very free and very slutty. I love being yeah. slutty. I'm, I'm, I, that is my, my term. So Well, it's her research, okay? She needs to know. <laughs> it's research. That's all it is. So Lexi, looking down the road here, what is the end goal in this career path and everything you're working towards? Oh, wow. That's hard because it keeps changing. Uh, for me, it's writing more books, writing more stories, sharing more stories in as many ways as possible with my book, whether it's, you know, a paperback, ebook, you know, being able to do my erotic storytelling when I have my events called uh, Cocktails and Erotic Tales. So just, you know, sharing my my stories with the world that has always been, has always been my end goal, that will always be my end goal. How I get there? That's hard to say. <laughs> you're, you're working on it, but you're definitely making headway. And this is going to be a lifelong thing, isn't it? You have no plans of ever stopping this sharing of your own sexual experiences. Oh, definitely never. I'm never going to stop. And I have so many stories. I have hundreds of stories in the bank that are going to have to be shared. And I'll keep writing more. So, yeah, it's never ending. <laughs> well, for all of our viewers who are now salivating at the thought and desperate to know how to get in touch with you, how to learn more, how do our audience uh, connect with you online? Everything, everything is at LexiSilver.com, L-E-X-I-S-Y-L-V-E-R, or like I like to say, Lexi with an I, silver with a Y. And I'm all over social media, Lexi Silver, Instagram, Twitter, OnlyFans, Facebook. Just find me there. Connect with me. I'm happy to chat with you. And I want to hear your stories too, people. So send me some, uh, send me some juicy tidbits. <laughs> oh, we are going to get something going then, Lexi. I can't wait. Well, it's been such a treat chatting today. Thank you for making some time for this. Likewise. Thanks so much. Wonderful. And I hope all of you at home enjoyed this just as much. This has been another virtual schmooze. I'm Laura Desiree, and we'll catch you next time. Fantastico, Lexi. Oh my God. Are you an Aries? I am an Aquarius. Weird. I usually don't click, so I'm just in love. Maybe it's because it's such a... 
you know, I don't know, maybe it's just a first impression that we're just chewing up about each other, but I love it. Thank you for doing this today. Oh, thanks so much, likewise. It's just, we oh. have good energy. I think it's just- Yes. I, I got all dressed up. It was so nice to have an excuse to like, put on all the stuff, you know? Exactly. It you know it takes forever, right? So, oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, totally, totally outstanding having this chat with you today. You take care of yourself, all right? Thanks so much, you too, Laura. Bye, Lexi. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, what a wonderful, wonderful chat. Make sure to explore all of the adventure that awaits in the realm of erotica. And of course, subscribe to Talk Naked to never miss a moment.